Hi guys, Paul from the innovation community here. Today I'm with Neil Sparrow, who is the head of data and analytics at AJW Group. Neil is a data leader in the aviation supply space and really glad to be interviewing him today. Great to have you with us. Hi. Uh, Just to start with, tell us a bit about yourself in a few words, Neil. Um, As I said, I'm the head of data analytics at AJW. Um, Spare time usually be found making a racket with guitars or pushing plastic goblins and miniatures around a table since I'm a keen wargamer. Absolutely. And where did your data career start? Oh, uh, it's an ancient history now. I'll give away my age. Uh, 1999 with SQL Server and DTS. So that's an early version of SSIS, a Microsoft product. What are you up to in your current role? Oh, changing everything. Um, obviously with COVID happening, uh, digital transformations uh, across just everything. And um, what really interests you about really working in this space? You've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I think I've come to the realization I don't really work in data. We solve problems. And I think if you look at any problem, the best way to solve it is to have good information. People sometimes get frightened with the word data, but it's just information. So a silly example, if you're going at car insurance, you go to some compare the market type website. You know, the more information you've got, the better decision you can have and you can make. And I think that's, you know, that's affected a lot of us in our private lives, but particularly at work as well. So it's not really good enough anymore to put a finger in the air and say, I think, you know, sometimes, or well, most of the time now, we, we want to look at data to make good decisions. So what are some of the major successes you've achieved over your career? Oh, uh, I did build a royalty payment system, um, having known nothing about the subject <laughs> in a weekend for a major company who I won't ma- mention. Um, beyond that, I'm incredibly proud of the team that we've got now um, at AJW. Um, the guys have been absolutely fantastic during COVID. and I think that's been a real tribute to them. So a lot of your experiences within working in BI, how have you seen that change over the last four to five years? Oh, everything. Um, So if I think back 20 years, the first sort of 10 or 15, not actually that much change. So we all learn Kimball techniques. We learn a bit about databases. We learn SQL. Um, But, you know, the change there was really between products. So, you know, we had Oracle and business objects and all the products pretty much behaved in the same way. They used um, star schemas on the front end, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think the first major change was Tableau came in um, and effectively moved to that sort of land and expand business focused approach, which really started to bypass uh, central IT and push things to the business. So that, that was a change there. But the big one really just one word's just been cloud. So what my team does, what I'm expected to do as a role now is entirely different. So I would say uh, in the past where you might have, have had a team with report writers and a and data analyst and, and, and a DBA perhaps, and that was the extent of the skill set you needed. I think now with cloud, everybody working in BI needs to be a very wide T-shaped person. And, and you're looking at needing to be a sort of a, a mini DBA, mini infrastructure person. I've spent a lot of time sort of skilling myself up and learning um, as you're in AWS um, networking type skill sets. Um, so I think what you do as a day job, the end, the end goal, the, the end product's probably the same, but the method you get there is, is far more involved uh, and diverse in terms of skill set than it was, I think, even three years ago. And, and in your experience, how have you seen technology really affect the landscape? And also moving forward, what do you think will happen? Cloud. Um, everything's cloud. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've seen a BI implementation of any of any 
um, uh, description really that's been on-prem. Uh, all the projects are either starting on cloud or migrating on cloud. Um, I mean, obviously, sometimes there'll be hybrid uh, implementations, particularly where data security is an issue. But generally, the I mean, uh, just as an example, I mean, 10 years ago, if you, if you said to me, start a BI project, you probably want the first six months to wait for some tin to get delivered and the engineers have got to um, set the thing up and the network's got to be installed and then the database has got to be installed. And six months later, you can maybe start your data project. Now, I go on a portal and press a button and I've got servers in any location I want in the world and I'm up and running and we start coding tomorrow. I, that's, that's just a different planet. And can you tell us about a time you affected change in a major organization and the challenges that came with that? Um, well, I think that the, the, the changes were, the challenges around change in organization are always people and process. They're, they're nothing to do with technology. And I'd say where I am at the moment, I've got a great uh, CIO that I work with, very supportive. Um, and I think, yeah, the role that I have at the moment uh, as a business uh, and as a sector, I'd say aviation's perhaps not been the most um, advanced in, in terms of use of data uh, and some of the, the technology that's around now. And in the last six months, that's just gone absolutely crazy. Uh, everything's changing. Customers are starting to expect a lot more transparency around data and how we share information absolutely makes a lot of sense and i think a lot of the the experience that, that comes with it will be down to the leadership you mentioned your, your cio yeah. uh, how do you engage and communicate with the senior leaders not not necessarily in the information function but outside of that as well sure with data i think um i, th I think the first thing to be aware of is is tone and the level that you're communicating at. I mean, certainly as a junior analyst, I was uh, guilty as, a, as anybody else of, you'd go to a meeting with senior guys and you start talking tech and, and really people aren't interested really at that level. What they want to know is uh, I've got these issues, these problems, I need to make these decisions, how are you gonna support me there? And really what we need to be making sure in the data space is we're not talking technology, we're talking solutions and how to solve real world problems for business leaders. And opposite question, how do you engage and communicate with team members with the wider business strategies? Um, I have to stop a minute. I'm not sure. Uh, let, me, let me think about that for a minute. Uh, um, okay. All right. Um, sorry, in terms of communicating with staff within my team, um, we have project advisory boards uh, that are run and managed by the exec and it's extremely transparent to people in the team as to what they're working on, um, who, the, who that benefits, what the end goals are. Again, that's become much more important during COVID with the slightly reduced team sizes and the resources we've got. We need to deliver more with less. And I think it's important there that everything's transparent and people know where they fit in, where their work fits in and also ultimately what the outcome is. I don't think it's particularly um, engaging as an individual if you're seeing, if you feel as though you're a cog in the middle of a machine you really want to see the outcome of your work and how that benefits makes sense so it sounds like you're doing a lot of really great stuff in at ajw and it's a very trying time for the industry as well with that in mind where do you see the biggest opportunity for improvement right now um i think the availability of data to make decisions so looking at the marketplace um, looking at uh, our, our key business around quotes and the sales and really understanding customer behavior, our own behavior, our vendor behavior, and also connecting those sort of three elements. So if you can imagine we have a, we have a customer and we repair things on customer's behalf, often we use vendors to repair those things and we sit in the middle and trying to make that whole chain um, transparent to everybody. I, th I think that's, that's the biggest thing. What do you think was the biggest mistake you made during your career? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, can I describe a 10-year period? 
absolutely. <laughs> okay, so my in my twenties, I thought working in data was about technology, and um, let's just say I wasn't particularly engaged on the soft skill side of things. And I think it took me till I was about thirty to realise that it's one thing to understand technology and be be very very clever. It's it's another to persuade other people uh, and be engaging and convince other people that you've got good ideas and they should work with you. And that, those soft skills, I think, are absolutely essential. For sure. And, and just going back to what I said earlier, how has COVID-19 affected your role and the wider company too? Oh, the, the companies, uh, I think, very different. So I think prior to COVID, there was a certain element of data-driven decisioning certainly happening, but now everything is. So everything needs to be data-driven. Um, I certainly see uh, the execs have availability of dashboards and KPIs and data they certainly perhaps didn't have uh, before COVID. So that's changed. Uh, and overall, the whole direction of the business is to give everybody the information at every level they need to do things. I think that's the, that's the key part of digital transformation. Absolutely. So what's your top working from home tip? Um, oh, there are many. Um, make sure the dog's been fed is a good one. Um, you don't want him uh, kicking off in the middle of a call. Um, be careful what's in your video background, I suppose, um, for some people's backgrounds that I've seen that have been interesting. Good one. So what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, I guess it would be around that soft skills piece and, and that learning that working in IT, you're, you, you know, we're sometimes geeky and focused around the toys, so to speak, and the technology. And we love talking about that. We're interested. But there are other people we need to work with who, whose focus really is on problem solving. And I think ours, ours should be, or at least we need to learn to, to speak that language. And who's your favorite thought leader or author, whether that's in data or in the wider business or philosophy in general? Oh, I'll get myself in trouble here. Uh, Jordan Peterson. That's the first time that's come up on the podcast and I'm a big fan okay. of, of JP as well. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I certainly yeah. don't, don't agree with everything he says. And, um, you know, I certainly read quite widely, but um, yeah, I think that was, that was quite a shock to the system to see something like that come out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what are you curious about right now? Oh, everything always. Um, <laughs> my wife will say, if I haven't got enough problems, I'm probably am a problem. Um, <laughs> I like problem solving. Um, covid and and how I, w I wonder how in a couple of years time when we look back at that how the government's various approaches around the world are going to be judged when the data all comes in i think uh, you know uh, it's difficult without hindsight to to make decisions about what we should and shouldn't be doing we all do this in our daily lives at the mm. moment you know uh, and there's sort of some of the you know comments about whether you should whether you shouldn't wear a mask and all these sort of things it's, it's very difficult to know at the moment uh, it's just be really interesting give it a year two years when all the data comes back um i think that's when our politicians will get judged and last question, what advice would you give for aspiring leaders in business intelligence? Um, I think some of us that have been around for a while have had a real shock uh, in terms of the technology changes, the cloud changes, and particularly the kind of teams we need to run and the kind of people that we manage. So previously, as I said, I would be managing a team of uh, there'd be a DBA, a reporting guy, um, back-end ETL guys, that's gone. Um, I'm effectively managing a DevOps team. Uh, we rebranded it DataOps, I guess, but it's pretty much principles of DevOps. So the kind of people we're managing are different. Um, and I think that can be really challenging for those that are 
maybe been around for a while um, and we need we, we need to keep up and learn to change with that but on top of that the first thing is is whoever you're speaking to make sure you're speaking a language and a level that is going to communicate to them what, what you actually mean um, and avoid diving into to too much technical jargon great advice from neil sparrow head of data and analytics at ajw thanks for joining us thank you Thank you.